Welcome to another Parklander podcast. Joining us today is David Brownstein. Welcome, David. Can you introduce yourself? Sure. Hi, uh, my name is David Brownstein, and I am the owner of uh, Sound Suite Entertainment. We're a full-service family entertainment company. Okay. And how long have you been doing that? Uh, I have been in the entertainment world for over 15 years, and Sound Suite Entertainment's iteration has been around for, I think, was about six at this point. What are okay. years? What are years in the music? <laughs> Especially in the, you know, sort of never, every, you know, always summer in uh, South Florida, right? Goes. Yeah. Um, so what type of events do you organize? When you say, you know, you organize events, can you explain a little bit? Sure. Uh, well, uh, as, and anyone who's sort of in the event business, I mean, they'll be the first one to say, if you want to hire us, we're, we want to do it <laughs> for you. Uh, <laughs> but so those events usually range from something to private occasions, birthday parties, uh, anything from like even bar mitzvahs to, to weddings to right. now we start to develop uh, original entertainment concepts even for hotels. So, for example, we did something uh, for when Super Bowl just happened for Aqualina. We had a, a whole event experience around around like an obstacle course. So we really right. kind of run the gamut, but we try to do between providing a service for either private or corporate events to designing uh, original concepts. Experience. Okay, so it's more like you building sort of you have to sort of come on the concept how to ex, uh, build an experience that's custom to that location. Correct. In the case of okay. correct, cool. And and then like how are things? What's the things that normally happen in summer? I know this year has been completely, you know, changed. But like normally in summertime, is it really busy or? Yeah, I mean it, it is slower compared to I mean seasonally in in South Florida. I mean I think everyone could say the busy times start pretty much uh, around really Halloween into November, really to April is where there's just everything and more people are down here, uh, for, to, to do experiences and events, but summertime still happens. Uh, camps do it. There are actually families and obviously people that decide to, uh, come down here more North and like in Broward and Broward and Palm beach County. So there are things that go on. Usually those are the more private events that happen over the summer. Right. And, um, they're usually because of the temperature inside. So that's probably the other reason why it's not happening as much right now. Uh, but you know, people still like to get together and have special occasions. Right. And how does COVID-19 sort of impacted what typically happens in the summer? Ah, uh, well, well, that's, that's sort of what it, it is, is that, um, uh, you know, specifically in South Florida, you know, it, it behooves people if you're going to get together in large groups to be indoors to do that because it's hot outside. Right. And COVID-19 pretty much stamps out that almost in its entirety. You can't get large groups right. of people together. And the one thing to encourage is that you are inside. So right. um, and we are operating even if an opportunity of sort of a party comes up and people are being lenient with sort of the rules, uh, mm -hmm. just as a personal philosophy and as a business, that's not what we want to do. We right. want to ensure that we are uh, um, uh, that we are complying with the rules that are out there, and that we really can't do. We're groups of larger than twenty people; like we can't get together, and uh, we, right. we won't do it. Yeah. And does it mean that more events outdoors, evenings when it's cooler, or mornings? Um, 
Yes. Like to have so, you guys see so more we're, of that? we're doing everything from we're, we're moving into maybe larger scale events to just providing specific services. So one thing, for example, because we do family entertainment is that we have actually a lot of life size games so like Connect Four. We have this game like pool golf and, um, mm-hmm. you know, Jenga, those sort of uh, game activities that we could offer and just drop off to people to have at their home and also inside their house. So it's sort right. of like a service. Maybe we're not even there. So we're still lessening the maybe the population of the party, but we're still providing a, a service that people can uh, enjoy. So but yes, most of the time I'd be at night, maybe just inside in a, in a, a cooler uh, outside in a cooler place is where we would have more events. Are you seeing mostly people staying close to their family, having the family gatherings like uh, birthdays and? Yeah, and, it, uh, it, 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 they're pretty much sticking to very close family, friends, and or just strictly family. Um, you know, a lot of people are being if they are leading up to something that's maybe a special event. Uh, you know, you hear that people are really trying to ask people to to try to isolate before the party happens, just right. in case. There, everyone's being cautious about it. Um, you know, there, there is still, you know, nobody knows there's a big, that's unfortunately the world we live in right now. There's a lot of just unknown factors when it comes to getting together. And so there's just been an overall, uh, we, we think leniency to not really have large get togethers as much, you know, no, it makes sense. I think, uh, I think it's like, um, you know, it's, it, it basically, you know, you have same amount of area, just basically, if you try to keep people, um, you know, a little bit less dense, effectively, in right. these events, right? So, and what about virtual events? I know uh, in the beginning of the, you know, right now you see everything is virtual events, but I think it was right. really big in the beginning part of the, the when the shutdown started happening. But now I feel like people are tired of it. So what do you think? I think, yes, I, I agree with that. I think there was a surge of recognizing that virtual events could happen. I think, that surge or enthusiasm has waned a little bit just because now that everything is online, there's nothing um, unique about being able to to do it. Though, though I have partnered with uh, someone who I know from Los Angeles, and there are, there are a lot of great event planners who mm-hmm. really try to create a very succinct show. This is specifically for kids um, right. that it's shorter. Like I think a lot of people tried to do what parties used to be but because there's you're easily distractible by having an online party uh you really need to make it almost short and succinct and that way the the person watching it just gets the most out of it and i think depending on what the topic is like i know people do virtual karaoke whoever whatever the interest of of the parties involved you'll have more people Mm -hmm. maybe stick it out but yes i think there is just a general um, when you say the word Zoom, I think people's eyes roll a lot more now than they <laughs> yes. than maybe typically we back in maybe March and April. They're like, love Zoom. Now around July, yeah. they're like, uh, Zoom. So it's, uh, yeah. Well, there's a technology piece of it too, I think. Like after a while, people, everyone, you know, not all Zoom calls. There's all these hassles with it, like things people drop off or you know, the, the, the things freeze. I feel like that disrupts the flow that that you never have in a conversation. A hundred percent plus nor, most of the time, if you're watching it from a visual perspective, you know, you can only take in either one person looking or your own, the right. widescreen view. You're not feeling connected to someone 
at the party with you, not succinctly. Right. You can't you can have like twelve conversations in a like in a party. Right. You can only have one conversation. I think that's uh Yeah. And it's and it's just as much as you want to be present in it, the person is in another room, however many, you know, miles away. It's just it's just not the the same. And everyone's sound system is different. Everyone's like you said before, internet connection is different. So it's just you're you can't guarantee a um a fully connective uh immersive experience for everybody. Well, I, I remember seeing this like uh, a meme, basically showing like, hey, the one guy with the podcast, he has an awesome sound system for Zoom. You know, everyone else is on their like laptop speakers that's and right. so on. So. Yeah, so it, it, it's a uh, that's what we're all learning right now. It's just a, and I so do you, like if you organize something with a virtual component, mm-hmm. do you, like help them with the the setup or recommendations or which you know how to get things. Which application? Well, you use it's or? always good. What we realize now is that it's actually almost better to whatever the entertainment is to have the person who is going to be in charge not be you, almost to have a, okay. a separate auditor or somebody who is running the party almost in a separate room. And so the entertainment is the entertainment. And then someone can control and, you know, mute everybody, the big party right. to ensure everybody's listening. It's like a producer, like sound, you sound have guide. To produce okay. this, correct. You kind of have to produce the zoom party. They can control and be the succinct person for volume. Uh, one thing we right. recognized is that if you're going to do a dance party, it's kind of nice to have that pre-recorded from the person who's controlling rather than maybe even the performer. Right? So it's just from a sound quality control situation for everybody. Yeah, it's almost good. You need the control board main person to be uh, to be in charge. No, that, that makes sense. And then, you know, even doing podcasts, you know, I have to sort of watch the sound and stuff. That's already like, you know, it, 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 I can't imagine doing it with 12 people or whatever. Yeah, it, it's it, it's it's interesting. I think if you you know, I, I know we've, we we talked previously about like just by like I'm a big fan of podcasts and I have my own as well. And uh, just how before people there was stories of you really have to be careful about sound quality. You don't want it glitchy. Like people don't like right. it. Now there's no options. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody you know I think everybody has that sense because everyone's talking to everyone online. So yeah. you're you're. You accept it though. How, you have to accept it because that's you know it is what it is. And that's yeah. And then what do you think people are interested in? Like we talk about the the it's effectively the platform that you know the conversation is a little bit more challenging remotely. But what do you think people are looking for? Um, like just a conversation or like actual because when you talk to someone face to face, there's body language, there's interactions that you can't do mm-hmm. as well on on virtual, right? Do you see that as the main? Uh, you know, folks coming in to ask you, how do we do this? How do we get more engagement? I, I think, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think everybody is is searching for how to maximize this situation that is not ideal. You know, right. it's it's all the different, um, like, for example, conferences, or, like Comic-Con is going virtual this weekend, like coming yeah. up. So, I mean, that is something that is designed that it's the core of it is that you're supposed to show up and see people right. and engage with them. Uh, like, so I'm, I'm curious to see how people, what people get out of it. I'm curious to see how connective it is. So I think a lot of people, if they love a thing, and this also has to do the larger event concept world, uh, if they're connected to something via, or if you, let's say Comic-Con yoga, you, I think you give it more of a shot 
and want it to work, right. even if it feels awkward because you just miss that community so much. So right. you're probably patient through the stuff that you wish was different. <laughs> was different. Right. That's true. Uh, That's true. Through, I think parties. Um, I think people are still just trying to figure out the level of entertainment wise that you're willing to do and also engagement. You know, there's a real, anyone can kind of watch somebody do something fun, but it's almost like you're watching a television program and mm -hmm. maybe that does cover that level of entertainment for you. But the interactive part, um, in some ways, it's somewhat almost any interactive part. It depends on how many people are involved. Depends on what you're trying to do. Um, but if you're, it, it, if it's not, uh, it's hard to find that connectivity. You know, I think that's right. something that I think that's what everyone's missing. I mean, like I think, you know, uh, people are like you know, talking to very few people. Um, the only people that really, you know, they're part of the core family. But I think the discovery part is the most challenging part of any sort of in the current times because you, you normally, um, you know, in parties and stuff, you meet someone new and you start chatting. Whereas now you're probably never going to talk to someone who you, who you are not introduced to, you know, before. So the, um, I 100% agree. The bumping into element of how we interconnect is, is, is not, it's just not happening right now. You know, I right. won't say it's lost because it's still there to be, found, there, but to be found, but not, uh, not available. On a real and and I think that is something that communities and friends need to be strategic about and think about how can we really connect more? How can we find ways to not uh, be be you know be together? It, it's and you have to make a concerted uh, effort to do it a lot more. Yeah, and I think like you know, like a lot of times, you know, the events you have, parties and stuff, has some physical like dancing or or um, you know, just like literally bumping down or like you know, pool fighting, you know, things like that. You you can't do well. You can do it, but I think you need to really think ahead of time and sort of say how do you, you know how do you want to set up the game or set up the uh, the dance. Um, yeah, because I think that's where most people are not really experienced. They they. You know, it's like you try something brand new. You, a lot of times, this you know it fails. But hopefully, you know, someone with your experience seeing it, which ones work, which one doesn't work, and you can provide that type of feedback. Yeah, and and it's just asking more questions. Like I I, I think what um sometimes happen, and it's it's neither like if you if, for example you have a client and it's just a a group or a family or friends that are just we're a fun group, you just play music and have food right. and like the the fun handles itself. Which is great, and and there's nothing wrong with that. And you always still dig a little bit more to be as succinct as possible to throw the best event. But people right. are like, we're a fun group. As long as you play the good music, we're happy. And it's like, right. well, now that group has to go down to a few, and yeah. you know, and now people are concerned about what it even means to interact. Like someone in the foreseeable future, you have to think for at least the next six months to a year people are not immediately are not going to immediately gravitate to go to a big to go to a social situation they're just going right. to have a lot of questions so right. I, I think it's it behooves the party organizer and if they're bringing in someone to be the expert to come up and be able to come up with a concept that people will feel at ease and also mm -hmm. a way to explain what the party is going to be out so the people they invite will feel 
at ease. Yeah. You know, you, you have to be succinct um, about the concept as much as you can now. That's true, and then you probably have to explain it to the people you're inviting. You know, and, and yeah. like how this this is how it's going to work, and and a part of it is selling the party, and part of it is like, hey, making sure it's comfortable for the for the person you're inviting. When you think in your brain of a party, immediately in your head, you're like, well, there's lots of people in a small space. That's right. not a good idea. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it, it, it just that's that's what you do. You like you you you. Anyone who's been to a party just know there's moments where you're stuck in a corner. There's just people, and you're all right. within a uh, confined area. And obviously, that is not something that people are going to gravitate to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I, I do think like you know, and also like the games you traditionally play, you know, like for our kids and so on. You have to be more strategic in picking which ones you think you will still get the kids interested in it, and you know, it's still fun, right? Learning and fun uh, for them. So. Uh, have, the, have you seen certain type of games getting more popular because well, of the? I, I I think what's just what it is. Um, well, one there's a, and there's a real push from parents to just have a bit of normalcy for their kids. It's that that's the thing you hear all the time is that I just want my kid to feel normal. I don't want them to be afraid or of the situation. I, I want them to try to live in a world as normal as possible. Yep. And so I think what that's going to have to come down to, and we we discussed a little bit earlier is I think not only parents or parent groups, I really think communities are going to have to really talk to each other a lot more to find ways to do this, but do to also to do it safely. Um, they, if you're going to go to a park, being able to maybe go to certain rides or go to areas in the park where, a small group of friends can get together and everyone understands uh, the rules of what they're going to do. And everyone's right. on the same page. You know, it, what right. always ends up ruining the party, someone's not listening to the rules. So I, yeah. I, I think it's going to come down to, so yes, I, I think parents want stuff and are going to continue to want stuff specifically as the school year starts. And there's still a lot of unknown in terms of probably extracurricular activities and maybe yep. school sports that used to exist and might not be able to go as it used to, you know. And, and, and yeah, I think like the as I totally agree with you on these on the sports or any extracurricular activities because I I think one I was talking to someone and and uh, one aspect of it is like people want to be prof- like a have a career in in sports, professional sports, right. you know, it's, it's like a, you had to work, operate a very high level at that age range all the time. And lacking that sort of interaction and competition, um, is a, is, it's questionable. Like it's going to be interesting looking back and how that affects, like say professional sports, like five years from now to the you know, whole generation of kids effectively didn't have the same opportunity as the yeah. previous generation. I, and they're I losing th- almost two years. So I think it's like one thing that, uh, you know, I've been thinking about or working on is that rather than look at um, activities or things that you're you're going to do, and sometimes as one off, you know, it's like, uh, oh, it's a party, and like we're all going to get together, and it's a thing, and it's everyone's enjoying it, and it's and you do it, and it's done, is to really think of activities almost as a kind of class, and that you work on right. it from a progression standpoint. So a certain group of people who are so so socially distancing but they're doing something on a consistent basis together even if it's a small group you know like that way you can build a sense of camaraderie or teamwork and there is growth you know it's 
that way, at least you get a sense of, all right, everything is a little bit weird and I don't get the natural interaction maybe at school, but I know that on Tuesday at four o'clock or, you know, I'm going to be able to do this with the same people and we're working towards a goal and we're having on a project or something like that. I I, I think that's very important for kids. I think think having, yeah, the kids may have an opportunity to learn about structure more so than any other time because you sort of have these rules, you follow them, you follow the direction of your, and a teacher or coordinator or parent, a group of parents. I think that's an opportunity for kids to learn that they can have fun and follow rules. I think that's and, ideally. That's and, and there's a you know an opportunity as well to think that that they will want to take more onus and responsibility for the project or the concept themselves, yes. just because they know right. to get the most out of it. It's just going to come from their group. Like they, it's right. not. It's not. Um, I think sometimes from a dynamic when you're in a large classroom, you take that on of just, oh, there's so many people here and I'm just one. And But when yeah. you have a larger co- – we have a concept where a small group of kids have to work on it to, and them working on it together maximizes it, you know, uh, it, they might show more interest in it. But it's – It's an opportunity, it's I opportunity. think, in some ways. Yeah, effectively, you have smaller class sizes almost. You can think of that way and then and – then, you know, you won't be dominated by someone else who's louder than you if you're like uh, wanting to develop your, you know, public speaking. Or I think um, communities, back to them, like need to uh, decide together to embrace the new and to push their mm-hmm. kids to this because, like, like we touched on, the real connectivity part of human interaction is, I mean, to be honest, like. Most kids love to talk via their text, you know, social media apps and texting rather than talking to yeah. each other anyway, like as a preference. Right. So now, right. now you take that, now you amplify that even more because they can't be together. Um, I, I think it really who's parents to find ways for people to, for kids to be able to engage with each other as much as possible. That makes sense. Yeah. And then possibly like, based on your point, I'm trying to understand is that um, you know kids are this generation's already be more online than previous generations. If you mm-hmm. don't introduce them to the physical element, you know that's a development challenge later on potentially. So I've I've always had a philosophy of this because I've, I've I feel like in some ways I've, I've got a minor in, in sociology and human interaction just by doing parties and events and watching people interact for for years mm-hmm. and years now. I've had like my Seth Godin, 10,000 hours thing. Uh, but that what I realized specifically with kids now watching them over, over the years is what ends up happening. I always say like, they're not getting the communication reps that you would get by just being at school or having a party or being be able to do activities together. They're naturally starting to like, we took, you know, they're naturally starting to not do it as much as because they can choose to communicate over the phone and TikTok and everything like that. Um, But now you're even taking away even more and it frightens them. Not having an opportunity to really communicate with each other on a consistent basis means that this is something you're unfamiliar with. So then it frightens you when it, when it comes up and you heighten those anxiety. It yeah, and builds anxiety later. You, you, I think you, that's a big challenge. A hundred percent. Because you know, if you later on, if you are going to, you know, like the kid is has to develop social skills for public speaking, you know, talking to groups, you know, be leader. Those things you can't really do online, you know, very I, easily. I, I so. say this all the time. I'm like, think of considering it specifically now, 
consider if your kid ever had to apply for a scholarship, maybe for, for yeah. college or for their first time they do a job, even if it's like a part time job. Name the last time they had a 20 minute conversation with a stranger. Right. Like, right. think about that. Like, like parents, like, think about like when they have been in a room alone without you talking to a stranger for 20 minutes. Like right. that would freak, that could possibly cause a major anxiety for kids because it's so unfamiliar to them to be able to, to utilize that skill set. So, so yeah, like it, it, it all kind of combines into it um, in that way of, uh, of, of stuff that right. I think parents have to worry about on top of everything what parents have to <laughs> worry about. And a part of it, I think it's like, it, it's such a, it's such a complicated because the rules, you know, the, you know, the, COVID nineteen is such a new thing, and people still adapt how they how they usually do things has to change, and then and that requires actually more work, right? You have to spend more time thinking ahead. You can't just say, you know what, let's have a party this weekend. You know, just no. grab some food, grab some drinks, and then let's have a party. You sort of have to, you know, think ahead. Okay, and I, and I think it's almost. I find myself personally, and I was wanting to even move away. Not that um, we're. I'm, Totally want to have parties is to almost talk about experiences more than parties yeah. is to think right. about these reasons for getting together beyond just a birthday i've even proposed to people it's like i think you should have i think you guys should have two uh people together two parties so right. it's like right. you you get multiple friends that maybe that you can rotate to different houses so you can involve more people but not they all have yeah. to be together at the same time Possibly, if it's a financial burden, you know, mm -hmm. you can split us with another uh, family. If that's something you're right. looking to do, is to conserve money, like change it around. You know, yep. look at it as how you can maximize uh, as much experiences as possible for your your kids to have with other with other kids. And and I right. and I think that's and like you said, it's difficult because everything is a little bit more difficult right now. But um, I think that needs to be a little bit of the clicking, the, the change in philosophy of how people are looking at uh, uh, at parties now. Yeah, and uh, like uh, you know, you have a like a cul-de-sac party or something that mm -hmm. you know your your two houses, and then you may have to synchronize the music or something. I don't know how that will work, but you know, it's possible. Every I, I'm I'm a big proponent. Like, if you live on a cul-de-sac, be friends, befriend the community. If you're in a cul-de-sac, like, because it makes things you can have a, a really Easier, fun yeah. experience there. You know, no, absolutely. I, I do think like it's evolving how we gather and, and, and part of us is that we're all getting used to certain like what are the risks we wouldn't take i think like compared to when this thing first started where there's huge lines at uh, all your grocery stores and costco home depot and everything now people are more accepting of hey you know what i'm wearing a mask and try to keep myself separated from people i think those are good signs that we can adapt right i think it's the 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 events are the most challenging ones because that is the most social one so but I think, you know, having smaller, like my idea for Comic-Con, I was joking with someone a couple months ago, was like, they should have little pods, you know, like sort of like, I'm not sure you remember Get Smart and those old uh, TVs where they have like a pod dropping down on you. Yeah. You should have like a little bit of air suction pod that, that you know, in different locations, you can have three or four people, you know, in talking and chatting and you move around between these pods. You know, that's one way to, to yeah. because, you know. It, it's, uh, it's kind of... Um, it's what uh, I think it's like it's socializing with supervision a little bit. Right. Like, exactly. It, it's exactly. just, you, you have to, you just kind of have to almost be a little, have an, uh, 
an observant eye. Like it's, True, it, yeah. and that's the other part in terms of also from a planner standpoint that I think we can, uh, party creator standpoint, communicate to the parents, be like, let's establish the rules of what you're looking for. Let's do this now. So you know what? We will set up by the people we bring and the experiences that we're doing to automatically have those rules put in place. So you know what you guys can do? You can have a, a drink. You know, right. it's like you can relax <laughs> Relax for a few seconds yeah. and not have to be on the ball all the time, just yeah. constantly in a, a concerned state of mind. It It's very important in these times that I think parents have an opportunity to, on their own, step back, be able to communicate with their with their friends, with other parents in a moment yeah. and know that as long we've already established the rule everybody wants in place, where the parameters were built before we show up and right. uh, you know you can you can take a break and and that i think is that that's imp- almost just as important to some degree as also the, the activities that you're doing is that the parents get an opportunity to be <laughs> just people rather than just uh, concerned parents the whole time Right. And especially since a lot of things is not that crystal clear, it's not like their handbook. Right. So it's, it's, it's tends to be very, you know, uh, situational. So you have to basically pay a lot of attention. You have to effectively tense up more, right? Because you're looking for that uh, every time, every situation is unique. And uh, whereas, you know, for someone like you, event planners that have done it multiple times, it's a little bit easier. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just, you know, compared to someone who do the one, one no, time a like, year for the birthday listen, party I'll, or something. I'll say the story just the other day. Like we we did a it was a party and we did it outside and everybody was social distancing, but we did have sort of like a dance break and we did a um like a conga line. Now conga line at the oh. heart of it is kids obviously touching each other's shoulders in closer proximity <laughs> and everybody yeah. doing that. But what they had was hula hoops. So what okay. we did was conga line <laughs> where like they held the hula hoops around <laughs> them and did the line. Uh-huh. So they were away from each other. You know, they understood yep. to be distant from each other and uh, they did it, you know, so yeah, it is. Fun. Yeah. So so it's just thinking about ways to do that. Um, right. But you it's what we said. Parents are immediately or anyone going to a party, young parent like or immediately wants to give them, I, I think, in their mind uh, to provide themselves with a reason to not go. It's not safe. Right. I don't trust right. it. it's a what party I can't go, you know, your, your immediate reaction now is I don't feel safe. I don't think I can go. So, you know, it, it it behooves everyone to say from the get go, almost in invitations you put out in the line of communication you put out. In fact, it actually really should open a line of communication more because in honesty, they're going to have to be smaller things. Maybe people, honestly, it might be a birthday weekend. You right. know, that like fa- close family friends are on Saturday and school friends are on Sunday and you have t- two parties, you know, or afternoon. Like you come in, the, the family comes at, at one <laughs> and yeah. the kid, and the friends come, no, come at three. Three. Uh, that's like appointments. I saw that's what uh, right. I think some of the the, the group, uh, you know, like uh, re- retail stores are doing, right? They have certain blocks of time. and Yeah. Uh, yes. No, I... Yeah, go ahead. It's it's it. In some ways, it's a it's an interesting. Um, there's part of me that that is excited for the challenge of because it it requires more interaction and communication about something. Yeah. 
you know, so making it very personal and specific and to really try to squeeze the most out of the situation to ensure a, that everyone's having a good time and B that we're abiding by the rules we have to abide by. And I think what will end up happening if you, if everyone can really communicate well is everyone's going to get so much more out of it. You know, like the kid, just kids are going to be normal again if you really create a great party for them. So, like, they're happy. The adults know everyone's safe and they have their own opportunity to be human beings. They're happy. <laughs> and it just it, it relieves tension and just puts everyone in a much better mood. No, I, I think also yeah. like it's it's more memorable too. Like during the, like the, already Absolutely. this is a memorable year, and then you know in this time, any everything we do is actually memorable because it's it's a risk we feel. Like, but it's about understanding what risk you're taking. Like no different going to grocery store. Yeah, you, you know what your risk you're taking. You know how they're doing to avoid uh, you know too close interactions. And then same thing with parties, you know, and let's, more you sure. You know, this this might be a situation, you know, normally I would never talk to a friend of a parent uh, who is coming to a party. They just show up at the party. You know, there might be a situation now where they'll be like, if you have questions to the event, you have concerns, I'm happy to answer them for you. You know, right. like, do you have this? Do you have that? You, you have to be able to offer a level of customer service that is as clear and concise as possible to people because mm-hmm. uh, one, they're concerned and, you know, listen, there, there also might be a cost difference. Like when it's not something simple anymore in order to pull off right. more of these situations, you're going to, it requires more staff, more, uh, uh, more actual materials possibly because you have to right. do in separate right. spaces. Separate so, you know, spaces. You, you have to really communicate, as clearly and concise as possible to anyone who's coming, um, what the party is going to be about, so they feel comfortable. Yeah, and also it's an opportunity sometimes to sort of say, "Hey, we're doing this," and um, and that's unique. You know, there isn't that many parties. I think I went to one where it's an art exhibit, it's a, you know, it's a charity art exhibit, and it was it was weird because there, you know, the rules are not clear, right? We all know the rules in our normal lives, but not in a social setting. Uh, what are the rules, right? And then what did, do you should you grab a drink or not grab a drink? And, you know, and yeah. if so, you know, wearing masks, how, when do you, oh, I think having communication about what the rules are, I think is important for these events. Yeah. It's, it's one of the things of how, uh, I mean, usually that's not, <laughs> you never think of like the rules of a party before we party, <laughs> but, that, <laughs> yeah. but it, it, that's it what it is now. It's it's almost this thing of a sport. Like you wouldn't show up to a, if you played basketball, be like, so we just put, we tackle each other, right? Like you know, everyone <laughs> understands. You know, yeah, you dribble. No, there's a, rules of dribbling, and this is the out of bounds. Right. It's like you establish rules. Um, you, you have to maybe go in with established rules of the party. You know that True. It, this is what we are we're doing. This is rules we're going to create. If you are uncomfortable or you disagree, um, mm-hmm. that's okay. But you can't play, you know, yeah. right right yeah. now unless you abide by the rules. That's just the way it is. Right. No, that, that's a very good point, and I think um, I, I look. I'm curious how this will evolve. I do think people are being creative now, and I, I see that uh, you know a lot of people are looking for the opportunity to do something, and uh, you know, 
just just taking that step of planning something and then telling your you know, people you normally invite and say, explain it. I think that's just something new we have to all get used to. I think we're going through the time of this is, I think in the beginning, we, we really were, there was hopefulness, obviously, that we were, you know, we abide by certain rules and we're going to do it, but there's going to be a, a slide down. And obviously that is, that is not the case. So considering that what we thought was going to be is not, and now we have to take that in and then, you know, we're, but we're still trying to decipher the life and there, there's yeah, so many things normal. and parties don't fall onto priority lists. The experiences and parties are going to like, they're, they're not a priority list uh, when it comes to everything yeah. that's going on in their life. But what's going to happen more and more is that as people start to establish their just and understand there's just going to be certain rules in place right now. Um, but there is value in people still connecting there is value right. in the community corporate people even even if it's smaller scale uh brand activations if it's yeah. uh outdoor you know businesses decide we're just going to do a lot of stuff outdoors we're just going right. to find outdoor things the tent business is going to be killing it you know yes <laughs> you know it's like so yeah. there's there's going to be and the drive-in movie theater, you know, it's like that's Walmart is doing a deal right now with Tribeca Film, where they're going to be showing uh, movies in Walmart parking lots so oh, wow. in, in August. So people yeah. are coming up with unique concepts of ways for, for people to get together. Um, right. it, it's, it, it will become normal. The real part I th is that communication now, uh, you know, between the people that are going to be coming and the people who are putting the experience together and how you can convey the excitement and what it's going to be, the why it's important that you're doing it, uh, but also recognizing there's concerns. You know, you yep. always have to evaluate the, the concerns now that people have because, again, if they're concerned and if they're worried about safety and what you're going to do, most likely they're probably not going to gravitate to come to it right. want to participate right. yeah right. no i think this is a great chat i mean like i think the the problem um I, I, there's a there's like two balancing problem one is sort of the the concern like you said of the you know the the, the how to reduce you know how to be safe and then the other side of it is that as this drags on the development you know just are even for adults you know the, the ability to sort of you know, interact with people networking that is also changing so um, these two need to be balanced, and um, and it's not essential, let's say, but it's over time, it, it's it's quite draining. I, I feel sometimes quite draining, not able to meet people, and uh, yeah, and I think it's a it, you're, it's a muscle that our our communication uh, muscle is a muscle, and in order yeah. to strengthen that muscle, you need to be able to utilize it in right. as much as possible, and we are definitely not. Uh, able to do that <laughs> to the capacity that we we would probably most people would would like to so uh you know it, but but uh it's coming around and, and i just think i think the part that's gonna be the the flip on that is that i think groups of people have to make the decision together to do that and that we mm -hmm. are not we are going to communicate and we are going to find inventive ways within a group dynamic to yeah. do it and i think there's a lot of 
that we talked, we touched about just early on in this. Um, I think there's actually a lot of opportunities for people to invent and create really amazing experiences that they'll remember. And that if they're specifically doing it for their kids, that their kids will take away something from it as well. No, absolutely. I think I think that your concept, the shared experience, I think that's that's a very important because I think we're all looking for that. You know, the the how to share, you know, a piece of our life with everyone else um, beyond yeah. just the people they meet in your home. If so. you're if you're going to be in a community, I think what not by anyone's fault, you know, sometimes you take you you just say, oh, I'm part of the community, and only just because you live there. You know, I'm from, <laughs> I live in this part of town. So I'm, you know, I'm part of the community. Like, well, how much are you part of the community besides just having a home there? You right. know, are you, do you go to the parks? Do you go to the, the libraries? Do you engage with people in the community? Uh, so I, I think it's a kind of a nice rewind and a resetting to be like, we need this community and we need to yes. be able to talk to each other in this community in order for us to get by, to feel yeah. normal. You can't it alone and and there's all of the things that we took for granted of being able to be interactive with each other has now in a lot fallen by the wayside so we need to look at it uh as a priority and i i hope you know i i i sincerely hope and wish that people uh will start will be able to do that no, I, I absolutely agree, and uh, I think communities are stronger when people are actually interacting with each other. I think, like you yeah. said, you know, if you don't interact with each other, we're not really a community. I think the, you know, the, the right now it's a, we're being challenged as a community to how to stay together as one. You know, uh, to have common goals and common interests, and uh, and then to to do that in the current new normal is it's difficult, and then it takes time to, like you said, planning. And executing is uh, is more work there than yeah. before. And and listen, so. it, it's it's all it's all a lot, you know. I, I don't think anybody who it, it's like anything. It's like you can you could say it's like we should all bake bread or we should all do this. It's like okay, well, <laughs> yeah. you know how to do it in the process. You have a pan, <laughs> you know. It's like so. There's 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 always a little bit more to it uh, a lot of times in philosophy. But uh, on the same foot, I, I think I think people don't realize how open maybe their friends or with even their yeah. own group of the community want to help each other out. You know, right. it, it, if someone who has to work certain hours specifically, if people are now have to like, for example, with homeschooling, you know, be able to say, you know what, I have to do something during these hours, but I know you don't. So let's do something and I will watch this group or be the overseer, you know, at this time, right. then we'll switch it off. It's like, you are like children, and I'm fortunately blanking on the phrase, you know, but it's like a, you, you brought up, it takes a village. Yeah, it takes a village, you know, and, yeah. and I think we, sometimes people say that, but really I think the villages has been replaced by after school activities or sports or all these sort of, and school, and you think that's your village, you know, it's sort of right. your village is provided for you. Um, I think people have to think about really who are the people in their village to help right. Uh, right. to help them. Absolutely. And I think having that, uh, there's reason why we do these things before. I think what recently, uh, and we, you know, we did an article about some, you know, a horse camp, you know, that there are kids that went there every summer and that's a big part of their development, their mental wellness also to be, you know, with horses and with the sort of the, 
the the exercise they're doing, and and without it, they will be very very unhappy. And I think um, the same thing for our parties, events. You know, there the are folks looking for years and years to, to for those events, like uh, you know, certain birthday parties, and and if they don't do it, it's a big hole in their lives that um, that you can. You can try to place, you know, try to fill with um, a new type of event, a new type of uh, shared experience, like you mentioned. Yeah, it, it it it's like anything. I think what ends what people have recognized the most. You hear um, is that people reset and they reprioritize what is important. You hear that a lot, like what is really important, what really matters, you know, and, you know, you, you say like, I've worn the same pair of jeans for the last week and a half, you know, so, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it takes you down from uh, uh, artists of like what you just deem important and you just recognize that they're, it's the basics, it's the basics yeah. of being able to uh, be with the ones you love, be able to just spend time and make that time okay. worth something and, and be happy and yeah, be for ways what, to be happy and maximize, you know, there is obviously also to a degree right now, a limitation of the type of time that you can spend in places and with people, you know? Yeah. It, so how can you maximize that time? It, it yeah. is. And it's a wonderful question to actually ask yourself if you're open to it. You know, how do you maximize the time that you have with your with the right. ones you care about? And it could be a it can it can uplift you. I, I think yep. that we need to make the switch between being saddened by some things that have been taken away from us right now uh, mm-hmm. and make the decision to be like, but it's not everything. And right. if you are also lucky enough to to still have means to be able to to help your family, obviously, uh, how can you then take that opportunity to make something, you know, to build something, to connect with people and recognize that that's the real currency. That's, that's the value that everyone should be striving for. Um, and it's interesting because I've always, as a person who does party, we always, we always work this sort of fine line of, a party and a party is almost ethereal in nature. It's really not, you know, reality. <laughs> it's all heightened. You know, it's yeah. like people in the wedding world, like it's like perfect. No, you never go through anything in life where you're just like, and we're going to have a perfect day. Nobody really <laughs> yeah. lives in a world. Nobody like has. Yeah, right? that's right. But, but, but that's what that experience is. Like you put everything yep. into it to have a day in which the, everything is perfect. Even though, you know, in the back of your head, that's doesn't, Makes sense. Happen. There is no, yeah. there is no perfection. Uh, yeah. But that's that's the thing. So you aim to have this day of perfection. When really, if we get the most out of it, what we, I like, what I love about this business is that it is the experience that you're yeah. having with somebody, and it's almost theatrical. Where if yeah. people go to see theater, the that show that night is succinctly and specific to your to your experience. They, right. You could do that show the next night. It will not be the same. It is yeah. unique and enjoyable based on the people that were there and the moments that you were there and what you were trying to do. And I think that needs to be embraced even more, that you have an opportunity to, in these in the moments we have now, to create real, unique experiences to yourselves. You can share yeah, of course, but you know it's. But the the underlying goal is that 
you know, I think you'll have kids, hopefully, and my goal of, of, of trying to put these things together is that through these hard times, you'll have kids, they'll be able to communicate with each other years from now and be like, remember when we did that thing yep. for like a month and we all like, we ended up <laughs> building like a, a weird uh, foam mural. Like we just made, we, yeah. we made a mural all together, like out on the street and like, and then we just worked on it. And then that hung in the school on the, like, right, like that. Remember when we did that? They'll, they'll never forget that. They'll, they won't, they'll take the time that was also not fun and crappy but then still be able to associate it with something wild. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I think like like you said, the show or the life has to go on, and then I think I think the that's probably a good model for all of us to think about in, in the coming weeks and months. You know, so and um, no, it's great chatting, and then it, you know, I think um, it definitely opened my mind to a lot of possibilities, and then you know, I think one thing. It's also a good conversation starter to your friends and so on. And just, you know, I, I, one of the first podcasts I had with, with the city, Coral Springs city mayor, and then, you know, toward the end of it, I asked him, are we going to have a party at the end of this, uh, you know, the COVID pandemic? And then he laughed about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, we should, but I, I don't know how low when that would be, but I think party is what we sometimes live for, right? So then, yeah, it, uh, it's it important is, too. It is a, a, you know, even if it's, it's taking a moment. Like I, I, I yes. think a celebration needs to happen for a moment because we are we're burdened with a great deal right now. I mean, I, yeah. and and I, even the most positive person I would imagine feel can feel pretty down these days because yeah. just yeah. seeing the world around them. So I think it's important to just take you know take time and it doesn't that's the weird thing like it doesn't have to be a four-hour super duper soiree to be like that was worth the time yeah. <laughs> now we it was officially a party because we had this and this and this and this it's like i don't i don't think it's necessary i don't think that's an that's it's a necessity you know right. i i think right. you can you can take you know if it was uh well just a, a 20 minute thing they have in a park where everyone can get together. And it's like a sing along. Yeah. It, yeah. It, the, the possibilities are, are, are really endless. Right. It's just a, a decision Different. for people to decide, like we are going to, like you said, we're going to celebrate. We're going to embrace enjoyment yeah. and laughter. Mm-hmm. Um, and share, share some experience and share an experience together. That's right. Yeah. Oh, th- uh, yeah, this is great. I mean, thanks for, thanks for this chat. It definitely makes you feel, Feel like you're going off and uh, and like you said, share some experiences because I, I do think that's a right. That that's exactly what I feel is that because we do so much things alone, and, yeah. Um, you know, uh, and then we've stopped. We stopped reflecting on the fact and, that we're no longer sharing as many things. And this people. is and this I, I I would like to 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 a community like I, I don't know if they people would feel like this like if you were going to call someone that's an event person to be like. You know, people call us for a very specific thing, like we're having a party, we're having a wedding, we're having a bar mitzvah. You know, it's like that's the only reason to call someone who does events and experiences. Um, Mm -hmm. I want to encourage the community or anyone's listening, you know, that if you have ideas or concerns or or things, give us a call. You know, I, I we are we are just as excited to be able to possibly do something for you that it would only not make you happy, but also is creative for us to be able to yeah. think of a way to implement a concept that you're doing and do it in a fun way, in a safe way, and in a way that everybody gets something out of it. So I would say, you know, 
reach out to us or at, at, uh, yeah. sounds good entertainment, you know, just like, and ask a question, you know, feel free to be, to just ask us, even if we, even if nothing comes out of it, if it's not a finalized party, happy to help, you know, be able yep. to assuage fears, to be able to get you excited about probably putting something together. Maybe it's not right now, but maybe it's a couple of weeks from now. And, you know, if we can, if we can help be a, a voice, that help us wait, like I said, calms your concerns uh, right. about doing something. Or give you ideas and give yeah. you an, and give you some ideas of how you can really, like, you can really do. You can you can celebrate um, during these difficult times. I it I, I we want to be able to do that for you. Yeah, no, that's a that's important for people to to start take that first step and um, and just reach out. I think that's that's actually the most difficult thing because we haven't. Generally, people have not been reaching out to people they don't know, and and I yeah. think this is the biggest challenge for, for almost all of us. So it is it is a thing of of where, again, I think we touched about it. it's like reach reestablish potential elements within a community and see what's possible. You know, I I think people have just feel like well, it's not the normal that we had before, so how could it? there's no option B it's either that normal or, or nothing else. We, that's only that for the time being and the foreseeable future. I, you know, I think it, there needs to be that acceptance of the new normal and ways yeah. that you can still use things that we know how to do and apply it to that. And right. that comes from getting over the fear and, and concern and knowing that just asking, like I said, just asking. Right. It's like, oh, we can't have a party or we can't have a themed dance party. It's like, maybe you can. You right. know, that's like, really, maybe you can. And yeah. I, I think people should, you know, you should start to feel open to seeing if it's something you can do. And it's an opportunity to be creative too. You know, to think, be, yeah. be the unique party, you know. Yeah, like so. really think about, right, like what, what is – we're we're definitely outside the box. <laughs> so we left the old box yeah. a while ago. I don't know where it is, but it's somewhere else. It's not it's not here anymore. So if right. like if we're already outside the box, like think outside the box. There's 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 no reason to not try to think outside the box. And I feel like you know, sort of in with times I'm running out, and but I'm thinking that. In the beginning, you can sort of think I can live without something for like you know two months. You know that's why people bought all the toilet papers in the right. world. And but now it really is about you know what we have to live in this world for you know for six months. And uh, what should we do? You know. So I think that's the right question to ask. So yeah, and and it's oh you know everyone and and I think that's the part of also saying listen we're all on the same boat. Like we wish yeah. we were on a different boat, but this is the boat we're on, <laughs> and yeah. you know. It people want to be able to provide services and and experiences for for people, and we all know we wish it was we it was we wish it was some it was another way. But this is the way it is now, and yep. I think you you will find people very enthusiastic to help re you know make the most out of the situation. Absolutely. Well, th thanks for uh, joining us. This is a. Uh, you know, very educational chat. And then I know there are people who are like special charities and stuff that I've talked to that are trying to figure out what they're going to do as the fall season starts. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, you know, uh, I'll share some of these with um, our chats with them also. And um, and that's 
you know, I think there are a lot of things people can do. And as like you said, it's more getting comfortable with it, getting people, you know, thinking outside the box. And um, and that doesn't also mean black and white virtual events and non-virtual. That that's that's not. You have virtual events, and there's something in the middle where where you can still do some of the things in smaller uh, groups that may be fun. So yeah, it it is. There are there are possibilities. I think yep. I think people feel the door is shut on possibilities, and I say very much not the case. So in, believe in the possibilities of what you might be able to do for your profit, for your organization, for your business, for your mm-hmm. private event. Like, don't think every door is shut down. Um, believe in the ability to believe in the ability to get together. You know, yeah. maybe you can't get everything you want, but I, there are ways to feel to to stay connected and to have experiences together, and uh, they're out there. You just need to call me. I'm happy to talk with you about them. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, thanks for joining us. Uh, really appreciate the uh, the time. Absolutely, and thank you, our listeners. Please come back and join us next time. Yeah.